Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. So why not ask? Just say, Hey, did you get your hair cut? It looks cool. Also, have you saved even more by bundling with GEICO? Or maybe, Hey, did you get your hair cut? It looks weird. Uh, not weird, cool. Anyway, have you bundled with GEICO? Or try, Hey, did you get your hair cut? It doesn't look weird at all. Anywho, have you saved by bundling with, Hey, easy with that rake. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Famous quick relief for acid indigestion presents the Gates of Judy. And the first of Judy's prominent guest stars, the distinguished motion picture actor, Mr. Joseph Cotton. <laughs> and now to keep our Gates of Judy, that lovable teenage girl who is close to all our hearts. As we look in at the foster house now, Judy, her kid brother Randolph, and her parents are in the living room. How are you doing, Judy? Writing a very important letter, Mother. Judy, are you writing fan letters again? Really, Mother. When a man is not only the greatest dramatic movie actor in the whole world, practically, but also the handsomest, most romantic thing there is, well, at least the girl can do is give him a little encouragement. Well, do you have to take on his entire encouragement single-handed? Yeah, can't you let some other girl encourage him once in a while? I don't think you people understand this at all. I'm certainly not in a category with girls who write mere mushy fan letters. Oh, no. Well, of course not. Mm. <laughs> this is purely on a basis of a discussion of mutual careers. Of mutual careers? Oh, did you like you in your last picture? <laughs> <laughs> really? I see this matter can't be discussed with one family. One has to fare down alone fighting for one's ambition in spite of the scoffing of one's family. Yeah, I suppose that's what one has to do. <laughs> I mean, one really does. Well, I finished. I'm out for you, Judy. Thank you, Randall. All I've got to say is, someday when I'm a star in Hollywood, Cookie Whiteman is going to be very, very sorry she used dirty politics to keep me from being vice president in my class. So, you all excuse me, I should go up to my room. Is that feud between Judy and Cookie Whiteman still going on? It is still going on. It's reached a new high. Will everybody excuse me while I make a phone call? Of course. There will be much more soothing around here when Judy leaves Hollywood behind and goes on to greater ambitions, like, uh, well, like being a school teacher. Hello. Hello, Curly. This is Randolph. Yeah, Randolph. I've got another one. You yeah. have? Yeah, take care of it for me, will you? Yeah, Randolph. Go on. Go on. What was that conversation about? <laughs> oh, it's a very clever and sinister plot. Huh? It's like this. Every time Judy writes a fan letter to Joseph Cotton... Oh, so that's how Judy writes fan letters, too. Yeah. Well, it seems that Curly has a cousin who lives in Hollywood. And every time Judy writes a fan letter to Joseph Cotton, well, Curly's cousin who lives in Hollywood answers it. <laughs> Is that so? Yeah. He makes out like he's Joseph Cotton. And Judy falls for the gag hook, line, and center. I don't know if I like that. Why, Father, what other brother would give his sister a thrill like that? And all for free. <laughs> His letter. I can't wait to read it. He says, "Oh, it's so wonderful." <laughs> oh, great phone. In a usual phone. She gets right up to see what I'm hearing. She'll die. That's what she'll do. She'll just die. No, well, don't ask me to go over and pick up her body. <laughs> Oh, did you get another letter? Mm -hmm. Listen to this. My dearest Miss Foster, 
dearest, it says, Chrissy. Did you hear that? Yes, I heard it. My dearest, Miss Foster. I think I should really be calling you Judy by now, because I feel that I know you so well. I have studied your lovely face again and again, and I thank you so much for sending me your photograph as I asked you to. It said a lovely face. Did you hear that, Chrissy? Yes, I heard it. Oh, this part's simply wonderful. I have decided that you are amazingly photogenic, and if you should ever come to Hollywood, please let me know so I can arrange a screen test for you. A screen test? You hear that, Chrissy? Oh, I really wouldn't go to Hollywood if I were you. I hear you get terribly tired of the climate there. It's just sunshine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind that. Yes, but what about Ubi Kringle? You and Ubi are such close friends. Oh, Ubi's just an immature boy. He's going to Yes, but he's so adolescent. He well, ad- if you don't mind, I really have to hang up. My, my mother's waiting for me to go to town. Oh, well, you don't want to hear the rest of the letter. Oh, that's how it Saying it was just a farm letter. Oh, I could feel whole waves of intense envy radiating over the telephone wires. That's nice. Oh, wonderful. Look at me, Randolph. Do you really think I'm photogenic? Well. Never mind, Anthony. <laughs> the main thing is a gorgeous, dramatic, handsome, superb actor like Joseph Cotton thinks I'm good enough to be in pictures. <laughs> Think this room's all right, Joe? Fine, fine, Don. As a matter of fact, the town this size has gone good. Yeah, for personal friends, too, in times like these, I must say we've had mighty little trouble. Well, I'm going to unpack. Okay, I'm going to go outside and see if I can find a drug store. I need a toothbrush. See you later. Let's pause for a moment. Louise Erickson and Joseph Cotton will return in a date with Judy right after these messages. I want a box of mascara, some pancake makeup, and an eyelash curler, please. And if you don't mind, I'd like to look at... Hi, Jennifer. Excuse me a minute, please. Uh, I beg your pardon. I beg yours. Well, um, excuse me for coming up and talking to you like this, but I just... Well, I just talked to you. Oh, that's all right. I suppose the people ever stop talking to me, I, I wouldn't like it a bit. Oh. Did anybody ever tell you you look like Joseph Cotton? Why, uh, yeah, yeah. She was telling me that all the time. We're just... Oh, but you got rid of him. Is that good? Oh, it's wonderful. I think he's marvelous, don't you? Well, he has his fault. I... <laughs> In that last picture, I, I, I didn't like it the way he looked in the mirror. Oh, but that was marvelous. I thought he was terrific when he did that. I don't think you ought to run him down like that. He's really a marvelous actor in spite of what you think of him. Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't get angry. Well, it really hurts me to hear people going around knocking a simple marvelous star like Mr. Cotton. Oh, far be it for me to knock him. <laughs> You're probably just a little jealous, actually, because he happens to be a famous movie star and you just, well, yeah, you just look like him. Well, that's possible. He's really a wonderful person when you get to know him. That's so. You know him? Of course I do. Oh, not personally, of course. But he's been writing to me, and, well, the depth and character of a man who's so famous and everything is complete. Well, I think it's wonderful. He's been writing to you? Oh, yes. He asked me to come to Hollywood and take a screen test. He has? Of course. 
I guess he realizes from our letters that we could work together in cooperation and everything. Oh, anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of sort of mutual kinship of understanding we have. Well, I, I wouldn't be too sure of that. Well, by it's often that topic. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Well, I have to go. <laughs> Hey, Kelly. Yeah, Randolph. Did you see this in today's papers? No. Look at this. Picture and everything. Joseph Cotton took him strip blood donor. Joseph Cotton, well-known Hollywood leading man, came to town today under the auspices of the blood donor service. Yay! Double yowie. Has Judy seen this yet? Not that I know of. Oh. Well, should we let it down easy or let nature take its thumb? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it would be very interesting to see what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, having some sort of a perpetual motion machine in action, it might be kind of intriguing to see where perpetual motion stops and the explosion of the atom begins. Randolph? Here comes the atom now. Was there any mail today, Randolph? Uh, Judy, uh, would you kind of like to look over the headlines in the morning paper or anything? No, I think I'll There's a very interesting picture on the front page. There is, but... Anything wrong, Judy? Oh, oh, why didn't he take it? Didn't he recognize that? Well, he has my picture. Well, he's been teasing me. Is he just leading me on and getting me to call up later? Or... Oh, golly, this is amazing. I've got to figure this out. Did you think anything in her statement, Randolph? No. Can't say that I did. Very puzzling. Stimulating, though. Yes, very. But it's because... also a reaction of some sort, there. What did she say? Yeah. Right. Yes, doorbell. I'll get it. Well, hello, Judy. Hello. Want to see Judy? No. I, well, as a matter of fact, I'd like to see your parents. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice for a change. Yeah. Usually you spend evening after evening trying not to see your parents. So well, which time I want to see him all right, all right? Hmm. I think that could be arranged. Father's home for lunch, and you can find them both in the breakfast room. Good. I shall accompany you. Excuse me, Tilly. Okay. Yes, sir. When a man faces a crisis, I think the most definite thing he can do is face it. Oh, hello, Oogie. Oh, hi. There's been something I've been wanting to say to you for a long time. Oh, it sounds serious. Well, I felt it my duty... No, 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 just a minute. Judy is entirely too young to be... Oh, that's just it. She's too young. Mr. Foster, she's so young. Well, that's the reason I thought it was best I came to you. You're darn right it's best you came to me. Just because you're going to be on here another six months, you don't need to think that you can talk my daughter into getting married right now. Oh, I don't want to marry you, Mr. Foster. Maybe in a couple of days. Huh? <laughs> I said, I don't want to marry you. Well, what are you getting us all excited for? Well, I want to keep her from, well, maybe marrying some other man. Mr. Foster, I'm not here to tell on Judy or anything, but, well, when a man reaches a crisis... A man has got to face it. <laughs> Mr. Foster, what would you say if I told you a famous picture star has been, well, wooing Judy through the mail? Huh? Oh! <laughs> is that all? Oh! You can see what he says to her. Mr. Foster, I have here a pack of letters tied in blue ribbon, all of which this, this scheme wrote to Judy. Where did you get those? Okay. Well, Judy owned them to Tootsie White and read, and Tootsie showed them to me. Not that I want to go around reading other people's mail or anything, but <laughs> well, when something like this happens, a man has got to face it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come now, you think you're nearly as bad as you think. Oh, they aren't. Well, Mr. Foster, this, this man is in town, and, well, it's pretty terrible, that's what it is. Well, Judy hasn't run off with it yet. Really, Mr. Foster, I've got to see action. And if you treat my remarks with, well, levity, that's all. 
Well, I guess the thing I've got to do is just go to the source. Joe, there's a boy outside wants to see. Boy? Yeah, a kid about 17. He's been trapping something about some letters you wrote to a girl. Some letters? You know, Don, this is the second time today I've been accused of writing letters to a girl. I wish I knew what this was all about. You want to see? Yeah, come in. Okay. Now, right in here. Yes, Hello. Oh. Anything I can do for you? Yeah, there certainly is. I mean, yeah, you certainly can. Well, well just sit down. <laughs> now, let's, let's share all about it. Well, it's like this. Mr. Cotton, I think... Well, I just think it's so unfair to make a guy like me compete with a guy like you. What's that? I mean, what chance has a guy like me got competing with a famous screen star like you? I mean... It's unfair competition. Well, I don't believe in unfair competition. I'm very much against it. That's the case. Well, these letters you've been writing, Judy. I don't think it's very sportsmanlike. You haven't here? Yes. It's practical. Let me see. No, don't try to get them away from me. I'm keeping them. Don't need to think you're going to snatch the evidence so that when this thing gets to court... But the evidence? Well, I had no idea this innocent-looking packet of letters constituted evidence. Well, I certainly do. And they remain in my possession. I, I quite understand, Mr. Uh, uh... Mr. Pringle. I quite understand. I'll, uh, I'll attend them to you as soon as I look at them in a minute now. John will be a witness here, won't you, Don? That I will, that I will. Oh, now let's see. Uh, ah, David, Hollywood, December 27th. Hmm? So far, so good. Now, my dearest Miss Foster. You didn't need to have said dearest. You could have said just plain dear madam. Yes. <laughs> yes, I could. You mark that down as unfair. All right, let's proceed. I think I should really be calling you Judy by now because I feel I know you so well. Is that right, Sam? Yes, sir. Corny, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's just the beginning. Now it really gets going. I have studied your lovely face again and again, and I thank you so much for sending me your photograph as I asked you to. I'm grammatical, isn't it? No excuse for that. Well, there's no excuse for asking her for a photograph, either. My goodness, when you have all those beautiful girls to ask photographs from, Lana Turner, Hedy Lamar... No, I've got a Judy. Well, but I know about her. She sounds like plenty. Well, look you. Boy, is she snazzy. <laughs> well, let's proceed. Amazingly photogenic. Hmm. And if you should ever come to Hollywood, please let me know so I can arrange a screen test for you. You see? You see, that's what's so unfair. You can lure with screen tests and everything and... Well, all I've got to offer is just girl vocalist of Ruby Pringles High School Hot Licks. That seems to be my Well, not when you go around dangling screen tests at her. I'll it today. Well, Mr. Pringle, uh, uh, what would you like me to do about this? Well, I'd like you to, well, spend your time wearing Lana Turner or somebody. That sounds like an interesting idea. <laughs> I know you're not really serious about Judy. You, she's just a toy to be. Well, toyed with for a moment and then cast aside. Like an old shoe. Yes. And on the other hand, I'm very serious about Judy. And someday when I'm through school and I'm earning my own living in about ten years. <laughs> well, I'm going to marry Judy. Well, in view of what you've just said, I, I feel rather ashamed of myself, Ubi. You do? Yes, I had no idea of anything like this, but now I do. I want to assure you that you can consider my, my courtship of Judy at an end. Really, Mr. Cotton? Yes. I give you my word, I'll never dangle a screen test in front of as long as I live. Judy and I are, well, 
through, as you might say, and pictures washed up, done, finished. Oh, gee, Mr. Cotton, that's really... very nice of you. I can see you're the better man, Oogie, and I wish you luck. Oh, thanks, Mr. Cotton. You know, I'm sort of changed the way I barged in here, so sore and everything. Didn't know you were going to turn out to be a gentleman like this. Oh, I want to tell you something, Mr. Cotton. It's been a pleasure to have a man like you for a rival. And I'd rather have you for a rival than anyone I know. The nicest compliment anyone's ever paid. Thank you, Oogie. Thank you, Mr. Cotton. Oh, so long. So long. Now, I just want you to know I heard you were here on account of the blood bank. And I just want you to know I'm going right down there and, and give court. Now, <laughs> uh, that's what I call the truth. Donna, don't I say it. What do you mean? Those letters. I, I, I held one out on Lugie. I'm going to track this down and find out who wrote it. Don, I think somebody's conducting a racket someplace. You do? I certainly do. Somebody someplace is getting hold of fan letters and writing to those girls, promising them screen tests. I don't know what just what his racket is, but brother, I'm going to find out. <laughs> Hey, Curly, Brad, latest developments on the strange case of Joseph Cotton. Over at my oh, house. He must be going on over at my house. What? Well, last time he gave me a report via the telephone. Yeah? Well, gee, my sister Cookie was listening. She was? Yeah, I didn't know it while I was talking, but, well, she's wise, Randolph. You mean she knows Cotton didn't write those letters? Yeah, knowing my sister Cookie like I do. I mean, Cookie's gonna be mighty sad for your sister Judy. Gee, what's she gonna do, Curly? She's going to sacrifice $5 of her own money to buy flowers and send them to Judy like they were from Joseph Cotton. Wow. Double wow. Judy, Judy, come here. Yes, Mother. Judy, look at these flowers that they're saying. Oh, aren't they gorgeous? Oh, they're the most exquisite things I ever saw. What are they for? They're for you. I believe they're for Oh, here's a card from you. Judy. you have a date with me tonight after my lecture at the auditorium. I'll pick you up at your house at 9.30. Find Joseph Cotton. Oh, I don't believe it. This is absolutely the most thrilling thing that ever happened to me. Going out with a movie star with Debbie Flowers. Oh, Now, wait just a minute, Judy, before you get so excited. What do I want? Oh, Judy. Should I go look at my evening gown or should I call Tipsy Rotten first? Will you I wear flowers in my hair? Well, dear, but... Do I look sophisticated if I wear mascara? Now, Judy. Oh, there's the doorbell. Hi, I'll be glad to, Mother. Hello, Tootsie. Hello, Judy. By a strange coincidence, I was just going past your house and I thought I'd drop in for a minute. Oh, I'm so glad you did, Tootsie. But look what I've got. What? Flowers. And you'll never guess who they're from. Well, I can't imagine. Who are they from? Joseph Cotton. Well, fancy that. <laughs> Hey, Curly. Yeah, Randolph, what's the latest? Well, Judy just took a milk bath. Are you kidding? Oh, it's the truth, and Tootsie's just sitting there building up the rat trap. Randolph, I shot her for your sister, Judy. Yeah, so do I. Well, there's only one thing to do. When a man faces a crisis, he goes right to the source. <laughs> Joe, there's a boy out here to see you. A boy? Same one? No, this is a little one this time. Well, it's someone that they've got me involved. Yeah, let's get the bottom of this. Tell him to come in. <laughs> come on in, son. Oh, thank you. Mr. Cotton. Yes, uh, sir. Hey, excuse me for butting in, but 
I thought I had to talk to you. Oh, hmm. Mr. Cotton, I wish to give you a full confession. With the what? There's something going on I feel you ought to know about. Now, bet there is. Now, all right, uh, tell me all about it. Well, you see, it was this way. I have a friend named Kenny. And that's the whole thing, Mr. Cotton. Well, what do you know? Good Lord, I told that Hollywood detective agent to go to work. We'll call him up again tomorrow and tell him to lay off. You know, I, I, I feel sorry for Judy. Yeah, me too. It's going to be quite a letdown tonight when you don't show up. Look, why don't I show up? Gosh, Mr. Cotton, do you really mean it? Mr. Foster, chivalry is not yet dead, sir. <laughs> God, where's my hat? Oh, now, wait a minute. This is going to make Oogie awfully mad. Oh, he'll be able to take care of Oogie. Yeah, if he doesn't take care of you first. <laughs> Nine thirty-three and a half. Oh, Tuffy, I was never so excited in my life. What would you do if he didn't show up, Judy? Oh, he'll be here. He said he would. Oh, I will. Tuffy, do you think when we get here, I should be kind of leaning languidly over the piano, or do you think I ought to be draped rather languidly over a chair? I wish I could drape you languidly over my knee. He's nearly four minutes late already, isn't he, Judy dear? Hey, that's the funny thing. Do I look all right, everybody? You look wonderful, Judy. Yes, you look almost too wonderful. Can I come with you to the door to greet Mr. Cotton? All right, so she's a special favor. Oh, I can hardly wait. Good evening, Judy. Oh, Mr. Cotton. Oh, oh brother. Cotton, I just, oh, I just never had such a wonderful evening in my whole life. Pleasant good. It's good. It's quite an experience for me, too. <laughs> Would you like to come in? No, no. I, I'll say good night. Uh, we ought to be on the porch. Yes. It's much more romantic out here, isn't it? Yes. And, uh, uh, speaking of romance, Judy, there's, uh, one more thing I wish you'd let me say. Oh, Mr. Cotton, I'm terribly young, I guess, even though I'm much older than I look. But if you'd be willing to wait until I finish high school... Oh, I'm not. <laughs> That's not exactly what I mean, Judy. The, the kind of romance I want to talk to you about is, uh... Well, the, the kind of romance that exists between you and the boy... Rather, a, a man of your own age. You mean... Yeah, yes, Anna. That's the best kind of romance there is in the world. Take it from me, I know. You don't need Hollywood. You've got everything right here in this beautiful town. You don't need make-believe either. You've got the real thing if you only knew it. And someone like... What is the name of that boy you're telling me about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oogie. <laughs> you know, Judy, he sounds like such a fine boy. You take it over, will you? I will, Mr. Cotton. Oh, I'll take it now, Tom. It's a real pleasure knowing you, Judy. Oh, Mr. Cotton, it was beautiful knowing you. Right. Night. Night, Mr. Cotton. Mr. Cotton, it's me, Oogie. Oh, hello. <laughs> I waited in the bushes like you told me to, and I... I heard what you told Judy. You did? Yeah. Oh, I want to thank you, Mr. Cotton. Oh, thank you, Oogie. Gee, there isn't every guy in the world who can have a famous movie star to do his booing for him. There isn't every movie star who can have a band like you for a rival. Randolph. Yeah, Curly? I just want to tell you we got a wire from my cousin in Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's in jail. <laughs> And that's not here, I feel the